What's going on, everyone? Why do I sound fucking Australian? Then, <laughs> What's going on, everyone? What's going on, everyone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. you know that's definitely going to be yeah, the intro yeah, to yeah. this podcast. Yeah. All right. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast with myself, Alfie, and my boy Ollie. Yo. Just us two today, man. Just us two. I know the fan favourites. Yeah, boy, just doing the preview for uh, for week 10 this weekend, which should actually probably be quite a decent weekend of football, I think. Yeah, that's all right. Good matches, some good matches. I wasn't saying week nine wasn't too bad, though, to be fair. Yeah. That was quite, quite exciting as well. But uh, yeah, we're just going to kick straight off with the preview today because we have quite a tight window on Thursdays, don't we? Oh, so I'll yeah. do the news on Tuesdays and then, yeah, keep Thursdays for just the previews. So we'll just go straight into the preview, mate. Spurs versus Man United, biggest uh, biggest game of the weekend, really. Yeah. You look at it for both for the, uh, I guess, for fans, for managers as well. It's a big game for both managers. We'll call it El, um, the El Sacco. The El, yeah, I like it. I like it, El Sacco. Um, <laughs> yeah, you imagine that both. Well, both of these managers are very much on the hot seat um, for their, on their team. So uh, yeah, desperate for a win. Obviously, Spurs. Both well, both teams coming off losses actually. Mm. Spurs coming off like obviously United loss is worse, but the Spurs loss is also pretty bad. Like. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they didn't play very well again. Well, they played okay, but not not amazingly well against West Ham. No. And obviously, Man United got embarrassed at, at Old Trafford against Liverpool five nil. Um, not good, not good for them at all. Yeah, I I'm very confused about going into this game. I don't know about you. Um, there's a few injuries here and there. Um, Spurs only have Ryan Sessegnon out, which is not a massive deal for them really. He's yeah. not played. He's played a two bit part really since joining. Uh, for Man United, though, it's a bit more serious. Obviously, Pogba's suspended from that red card he picked up against Liverpool. Um, and then Varane and Martial are both doubtful. Um, not fully out, but doubtful. Yeah. So we're not really 100% sure what's going on there. I uh, yeah, I'm not 100% sure which way to go in this game. I probably, um, I think United will get a result. Yeah. More than they've got more about them, I think, and they'll. Someone will save Ole's ass this this weekend. Someone will well, that's what I'm thinking. He always gets his ass saved right when um right when he looks like he's gonna lose his job the most. He's yeah. always they always bail him out with a result. Because it's happened so, quite a few times now. There's been conversations about whether whether Ole is the right person or not. Um, yeah. Over the whole uh, the whole of his tenure at United. Um, yeah. So it's happened a fair few times, and you'd kind of think, oh, if we keep thinking this, and he keeps coming back slightly, then what's the point? You might as well get someone in that's going to do the job properly on a permanent basis. Um, but yeah, like you say, someone always swooped in and, and saves his ass somehow. Yeah. Well, that's it. We talked. We, we talked obviously with with Bards on Tuesday. We talked quite a lot about Man United, but I kind of want to look at Spurs a little bit more because obviously they got Nuno very much in the hot seat. They've not been playing amazing football. They've not been awful. Like they're still sitting where six in the table, which is probably where you'd put them anyway yeah. to finish, which I think is a fair reflection on the team. But it's just the style of football in it with Spurs that's so disappointing under uh, under Nuno. It's just more of the boring Mourinho stuff. You've just got a lesser, you've got a worse Mourinho. Yeah, basically. Um, I've been seeing a lot of stuff over the last couple of days about United, well, United Spurs and Mourinho in general. Um, talking about a lot of United fans were saying about how uh, if Mourinho was there now with the team that they've currently got at United, they would have either won the Champions League or 
the Premier League again by now. Why, why on earth did you get, get rid of him if that's what you think? Like, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, he was a bit screwed with the whole Spurs situation anyway. Um, I think regardless of whether they kept him for this season or not, he, I don't think Spurs will be doing too well. Probably better than they are now, but not much better, I don't think. I don't think their their squad's... It's not improved at all since last year. Not ma- not massively anyway. Any, all the people that they've brought in haven't really done too much. But Gill no. hasn't done that much. Emerson Royale hasn't done that much. But there's a couple couple of them. Christian Romero has been. He's had a slow start, but he looks like a promising player. I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of the fun fact I have for you, I don't know if this is going to sway you in any. I know you said United, but um, well, United have won two of their last three visits to Spurs in the Premier League. So you know. Already sort of leaning your way, yeah. if history tell us anything. I think you're right. I think just down to what, you know, we've, we've seen this before with Oli. He gets bailed out. The team will be right. Man United do just have a better team than Spurs oh, anyway. Yeah, Definitely. Um, Nuno will be feeling the pressure. I know Oli's feeling the pressure as well, but, you know, both of them have it in their own way. We'll see who can deal with it. Um, yeah, I, I myself have more backing in United. I think United will come out. It's not going to be pretty. It'll be scrappy. Yeah. Um, and I think Spurs will score, so I, I'm going to go for like a. I think it could be like a three-two okay. to United. Yeah. So I think both both will leak goals. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, maybe two-one uh, to United. I don't think that. I think someone will will score for Spurs. I don't think they'll. Uh, United will keep a clean sheet because if they're missing Varane and uh, Maguire's playing the way he is at the moment sort of after being rushed back from injury yeah. then they're not looking too uh too um strong um, no that's it um they both need a both a win for them will both keep them in that like conversation for the uh for euro for european spots yeah um we've just had a little message from simon in the group chat saying this one's for you alfie and i think it's a a light ring for to, to go on new computers if you can see your face right. a bit better but yeah, not Cheers, Simon. Simon. Um, yeah, no, I think well, both teams are de- yeah, definitely, definitely need to win this game. Mm. Um, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I just think yeah, United have got a bit more about them. They've got. I don't know if they. I don't know if they have the better manager. It's quite hard to put up. Who's yeah, the better manager. I wouldn't say better manager, but I'd say the team's better. They've got more names in that team. They've got a one about. Oh yeah, From definitely. You think they've got what Greenwood, Rashford, Sancho. Um, Fernandez, yeah, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. <laughs> um, they've got a lo- yeah, a load of players. Whereas um, Spurs really only have sort of Kane, Son, Mora, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mora just outside of that. Yeah, exactly. Other than that, they don't really have that many players that are going to do too much. So, yeah, I think you've got to give the edge to United at the moment. Yeah, no, definitely. I think you're right. Um, yeah, United, I think they'll bounce back, get the win here and move back into that hope. Well, we'll see. I think Oli's there till the end of the season um, until they until they find someone new for permanent. But yeah, I hope, yeah. well, yeah, Oli gets on for the rest of well, the year. Well, obviously, since the podcast on Tuesday, obviously, he sent us a little message saying that uh, Oli's now only been, uh, been given uh, three games, three games oh, to turn okay. it around um, okay. but that was basically probably just because I don't want to replace uh, him before um, the City game they'd yeah. probably rather keep Ole than have someone oh yeah you don't want to bring game. in a manager and then have to pay like 
was it Spurs, Atalanta, Man City? Like that's quite a tough little, yeah, tough little draw. But uh, yeah, it should be interesting to see who they bring in. Maybe Conte. I don't know. Maybe Zidane. Who knows? Who knows? Graham Potter. Who knows? Um, on to the next game. Second biggest game of the weekend involves your boys. Yeah, Leicester at home to Arsenal. Um, yeah, I've written obviously in my notes here. I've got both teams uh, sort of turning around their poor starts um, in a similar position. Well, yeah, literally in the same position, basically on the same amount of points, I think, or maybe they're on one. No, oh, no same amount of points. Yeah, same amount. Ninth and tenth. Uh, they've got yeah. better goal difference, but both from fourteen. But, um, yeah, I was saying like this for Arsenal. This is the I think this is the test to see how their level of how good they actually are. Because Villa, they're a decent team, but they haven't been amazing this season as they were last year. Mm. You know, you this will be like a real test of where, you know, yeah, see if you really are a top ten or top eight team, that kind of thing. Um, sure. So I think this could be a very interesting game. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely got the potential to be uh, very good. We're, like you say, on very similar ground at the moment. We've both had a shaky starts. Um, yeah. Both seem to be slightly sort of turning it around now. So, unfortunately, it's a bad time to come across Leicester. Uh, I think for, for us anyway. Um, who knows? Fingers crossed, we can still get the job done. Um, but yeah, I'm more worried about this game than I have been for a lot yeah. of the others. Um, no, I- Including including the Spurs game, actually. I was more confident about the Spurs game than I am about this one. Yeah, they're on a bounce back. That's what you don't want. Spurs were going were in a plummet. Yeah. When you and, and Leicester are sort of on an up curve. But yeah. good, some good news for you, Ollie, is Jamie Vardy's doubtful. Due to <laughs> an, a, a, a knock he picked up in their game against Brentford, I believe. He loves a goal against Arsenal. He does. He does. And then uh, you'll also be, I guess, glad to hear that all Brighton and Didi, Fafana, Mendy and Justin are all out, for sure. Nice. You know, they have a, a, get, a second season in a row where Leicester have got a, a very long injury sheet. Um, yeah. It's not what you want, man. It's not what you want. But I, you might be able to clear this up. I've only seen a bit of speculation, but Erdegaard and White, doubtful for the game? Yeah, well, Erdegaard was taken off um, yeah. during the Leeds game midweek, 2-0. Uh, oh, right. boys. Um, nice. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, both teams weren't obviously they were full teams, but still I take the yeah. win. Um, but yeah, White obviously was taken off. Odegaard, don't know too much about him being injured or something. It might be due to a sort of training injury or something. Yeah. Um, obviously, Jacka we know about. He's injured, yeah. and Tierney was out for the Tierney's last game. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, well, yeah, I do want Ben White to play because I think him and Gabriel are, are our best centre back partnership. Like without a doubt, um, yeah, yeah, and then sure. Odegaard, I kind of like we could we can play without Odegaard, yeah. for sure. Like we can play obviously Smith Rowe, Saka, um, Uber, Lacquer, like Pepe. We've got a, a whole number of players we can we can play up, up in that, those sort of positions and um, attacking. But yeah, for Ben White to be out, that's probably a a bit more of a, a big thing for us. Rob Holding come in and or Callum Chambers. I don't want to like Callum Chambers too much because he did score the other day. But after That's literally true. coming on, he came on twenty three seconds later. He scored. So he's so bad. bad. Well, it's kind of funny. Yeah, exactly. All you had to do was he run on, headed the ball from a corner. And then there you go. That's a good goal to get though. Yeah. Good goal to get. It's always fun scoring from corners. But uh, fun fact for you, Ollie. I know obviously who you'll be backing. But uh, Leicester have won four of their last seven games against Arsenal. The other coming in one draw and then Arsenal with two wins. 
So, you know, recent recent um, results show that Leicester would probably favour this result. It is at Leicester. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure... I'm sure you're going to back the boys. I have to. You boys. You have to. I have to. Of course. Do of course. In terms of uh, the scoreline, that's a different question. Yeah, I have really. no idea. That, that um, is the thing of a fan, isn't it? Because right after this, I'm going to try and have to convince myself that Palace are going to beat Man City. Uh, so, yeah, here we go. Um, but no, you... Uh, yeah, how, how do you feel going into this? What, how, what do you think you're going to be out, what you're going to have to do to uh, to win this game? Continue to what we did in, the, in uh, the last game, I think, against Villa. Just keep that that high press. Don't slack off at all once you've once you've either scored or uh, ten minutes into the game. We're going to sit back again. Obviously, we we always come out in the first ten minutes the strongest team. Pretty much every yeah. game that we've played so far we've come out strongest in the first sort of 10 minutes which is good for the first 10 minutes but for the other 80 it might not work so well so um yeah no i think we just need to keep that pressure on and um don't let up at all keep your foot down on the pedal keep i completely agree i think yeah you've shown early domination but then then you just invite the pressure once you once you capitalize on that but like as well um i don't want to be inviting even more pressure uh, on our back line Exactly. So. Um, it doesn't work. Um, we've seen it happens for both our teams. Inviting pressure and soaking it up doesn't always work. But um, but yeah, I I think this is going to be a great game, and I actually do think that either team could win this a hundred percent. Like um, I think this is a very fifty fifty. But I just because they're home and they're and uh, form, and I think Vardy will start because I don't think it was too much of a a bad injury. And if not, they got Daka to come on, who's been playing very well when he's played. So I'm going to back Leicester for a cagey close win, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if Arsenal if Arsenal pull it off and get it done. Yeah. They look much better. It's the early uh, kickoff on Saturday as well. Yeah, I'm actually looking for very much looking forward to watching it. Yeah, that's on BT. God damn it! Oh, that
Yeah, there was a bit of speculation about when he back, but Vieira before the uh, Newcastle game, Vieira, Vieira cleared it up saying he is back, but we're just going to leave it a week or two to just so he can get back into the full flow of things, which is I'm absolutely fine with. I don't want to rush him back. Yeah. Um, the fact, for, fun fact, I mean, not that it's going to sway you, Ollie. I know where you're, which way you're going to go with this game, but uh, even though this wouldn't sway you, this one, uh, City have only lost one game in their last twelve against Palace, and we know we all know which game that was. When Andros Townsend hit that absolute screamer goal of the season um, and cemented himself in Palace folklore for the rest <laughs> of uh, for the rest of his life, but um, but yeah, I I'm back in the boys. I think I think we're we're not. Uh, I mean, we're not going to win. I think we're going to get a draw. I think we I think we could get a draw. I think that's a realistic thing that could happen this weekend. Is we could get a draw. Uh, like a one-all or, or like a nil-nil or something. Just really frustrate the shit out of Man Because you can frustrate the yeah. shit out of Man City. Um, but, oh, I mean, if we lose, we lose. Like, I'm not going to be... It's a way at Man City. This is not a game I, you know, on my uh, schedule that I'm looking at, really. I look past this game because I'm like, oh, yeah. well, if we can do anything in this game, it'll be a miracle. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, Don't dwell on it too much. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm much more looking at... Uh, What's next week's game? Wolves. Uh, we're home to Wolves. We that's a very big game. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think the the old yeah, it's going to be difficult. The way we do it is we just press them high. We can't leave spaces. We need everyone working their asses off, and we just need to make sure that like from set pieces and stuff. That's where we've really not been great. And they've got huge defenders in that team, and huge players oh, in that yeah. team that can get up for get up for balls and. Yeah, it's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. And hopefully the referee can, you know, not fuck us over as well this time like they did last week. But, <laughs> yeah. Ollie, thoughts on this one, mate? Um, yeah. Um, I, City are gonna, I think City will, will definitely win. Um, not to say anything against Palace, but obviously the way that you guys have conceded in the last five minutes or that you've not managed to convert these, these wins in the last sort of last yeah. period of the game basically a couple of times now I think even if you were go nil nil into the into basically 85 minutes in it, all it takes is that city to get that one goal past you late on which you guys have been known for this season yeah. so um and obviously you know what city are like they're just gonna press and press and put they're gonna have so many chance well chances are they'll probably have quite a lot of uh chances across the whole game so oh, yeah, um yeah so in terms of a score prediction I've I wouldn't be able to put it, uh, put a score on it, but I do think City will win though, because as I said, it'll be earlier. interesting to see how we play because we obviously have gone for dominating the ball and we pretty much have dominated the ball in pretty much every in most game apart aside from the Chelsea and Liverpool games, we've dominated the ball in those games. So I, I will be interested to see if Vieira maybe forms up in a different formation, maybe he goes with a back three or something like that to try and match Man City or or not match them, but maybe do something a bit different, maybe overload that midfield or something. Do you know what I mean? Because that yeah. is where they're most dangerous is that midfield. So oh, if you can 100%. overload it and, and really frustrate them, then it'd be one thing that you guys do have sort of the upper hand on at the moment, I think, is where you have sort of you're under a new manager, you're playing different football than yeah. compared to what you they've were for the last yeah, exactly. Obviously they've had um, nine previous games to have a look at Palace and see how they've changed um, and, but you're only going to get an idea of how they're playing against that specific team that they were playing on that week but in actual 
playing terms, they can only go by last season, really. And last, and you're playing very different football last se- uh, this season compared to last season. So you could catch them off guard, um, and they might underestimate you. We saw it happen with um, you, um, City and Tottenham at the beginning of the season. With Tottenham, obviously, managed to get a uh, little one 0 win because Pep underestimated that <laughs> Spurs team and just thought, oh, you know what, I'll chuck anyone out and we'll beat them. But obviously, it didn't happen for them. So yeah. I don't think you guys will get like it won't be embarrassing for you guys or anything like that. I hope but not. I hope not. No, I can't be asked to deal with that, man. I really yeah. can't. So we'll be watching. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think yeah, you never know. We beat a Man City before, so you know, and we have a worse team than we have now. I truly believe. So you never know what could happen, man. Yeah. Um, but I'm yeah. This isn't it. This might. I, t- I can't bet against Palace, but on my slate this week. This is a game that I want to bet on for Man City to win it because it seems like you know it's easy money. Do you know Maybe what I mean? But I can't bet. I can't bet against my boys, so it, it's hard. It's hard. But, Probably wouldn't uh, change the odds too much anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But uh, I've been doing well actually. I'll have you know. No, no, I'm just saying it probably wouldn't change your odds in terms of the on the right, actual yeah, yes, 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 yes. That's true, that's true, that's true. But there are some. This is a hard week for betting. I know we're not going to go into all that. But this is a hard. This is a hard week of games to bet on because these oh, games yeah. are quite quite annoying. There's room for upsets in this game in this week a lot, yeah. um, including the next game. But I really don't think it's going to happen. Liverpool, Brighton, at home at Anfield. Obviously, Liverpool just steamrolling teams at the moment. You know, back to back five nils. Um, yeah, actually, fun fact. I'm going to go right off with the fact of that because it came with the obviously they've had the back to back against Watford and against uh, Man United. Um, they if they win five nil in this game, they'll become the f- only fourth team in uh, Premier League history. Oh no, sorry, the fourth team in foot, uh, English football history to win three uh, three uh, games five in a row in a row. Um, Aston Villa in 1899. Chelsea in 2010 and City in 2017. <laughs> 1899 and then 2010, 2017. <laughs> I don't remember Chelsea City doing it in 2017. No. But that was, but... yeah, that was, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But 1899, 2010, 2017. Yeah. Uh, Villa were beasts in 1899, if no one, if no one knew. Evidently. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very, one of, well, biggest teams historically then yeah Villa's well up there um but yeah I think Brighton I think what we've seen like we've been saying this since the start of the season basically is that Brighton will come crashing back down to earth very soon because they had the fortunate run of games to start the season which everyone got gassed up about yeah and we've seen that they got dealt with by Man City yeah they're sat in fifth but they're they're only actually one point well, if, if they were to lose a point, they'd be on the same amount of points as us, and we're sat in 10th. So yeah. <laughs> there's only one point between 5th and 10th at the moment. So it's not... It's such a good season. They're only six points ahead of us. Yeah. It's not that many points when you look at it, really. Exactly. Um, especially this early in the season. But uh, but yeah, I don't... I mean, in terms of for what I expect, I expect Liverpool to win this and win this quite comfortably. Um, they have a few players that could be... Well, a couple of questions... Uh, players questionable and a few players out. So they've got Milner and Kaito are doubtful, while uh, Fabinho, Thiago and Elio are all out. Um, for sure, I think, I believe. Whereas Brighton have got Danny Welbeck and Alzate out, who both aren't massive contributors to this team. Yeah. Um, Brighton a bit frisky. Um, 
obviously they they went crashing out of uh, the Carabao Cup on penalties. Neil Mope hit the bar. Yeah. Very very funny stuff. Um, Ease Basumas played, which is a very questionable thing. Did he? Yeah. Did not see that. Still huh? under, he's still under uh, investigation, what, investigation yeah. for the sexual assault, and he played. Well, to be fair, it's Brighton, so it's Brighton for you, isn't it? Yeah. It's Brighton for you. But um, he's probably been promised more minutes now as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Lewis Dunk uh, was uh, giving a slap on the ass as he comes on. Yeah, get him, um, well done. <laughs> yeah, well done, yes. We love your hustle. But, um, Proper part of yeah, the, no, the and team now. <laughs> I think there's only one way to... This is going on my betting sleep. This one is. And I'm betting the hell out of Liverpool, this one. This yeah. is what we like. I think it's going to be great. Um, I think they're going to put... I think they're going to stuff them, man. I really do. I, I. Yeah, I can't see... I might even watch it. Yeah. If I can probably can't because we don't illegally stream stuff here no, not never, never. never on the podcast no, um not at all. but yeah i uh thoughts on this one ollie any any you back brighton in any sort of way or do you think no well, <laughs> not in any sort of way no um yeah liverpool have just been on one at the moment um as much as we spoke shit about liverpool and during the beginnings uh, and pre-season as well that they weren't going to do anything obviously they're currently proving us very wrong um and Brighton proving us very right, so um, obviously that they're actually still shit. Um, but yeah, Liverpool are just on one. They're gonna steamroll Brighton. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if Salah gets another hand trick or something. He'll he'll definitely get a goal. I will be very surprised if he leaves. Um, if uh, he finishes that Brighton game without a goal. Yeah, me. I'm playing Charles this week. Shit, I'm playing Charles this week. Yeah. It's annoying. Um, so yeah, probably playing, probably. But... Hopefully they can keep Salah quiet, but hopefully they lose. He's got Jota as well, hasn't he? But, uh, Jota won't start, though, I wouldn't imagine, with the way Firmino's playing at the moment, and Mane. Yeah, but, um, yeah, well, maybe, yeah, maybe, obviously, there's a couple of other players out, so he might. True, true very true. But, uh, but yeah, I expect Liverpool to win this, and will it take them top? Well, it'll be... I expect Chelsea to win, which is the next game we're going to talk about next. But uh, Liverpool, yeah, I mean, still in that title. Right? Still the only team to not have been defeated yet. Um, and yeah, they got who they got afterwards. They got West Ham. That's a good game. West Ham, Liverpool. Yeah, West Ham. Um, knocked City out last night. Was it West City, Ham? Yeah. yeah, it was at West Ham. Yeah, knocked City yeah. out last yeah. night at the Carabao Cup. Yeah. Mad. That's it. Mate. That's it. But uh, yeah, Chelsea Newcastle is our next one at at um, St James's Park or Sports Sports Direct Arena, whatever that Tim Pot Mike actually tried to rename it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. I expect New Chelsea to get the job done here uh, pretty easily. We should have beaten them last week, but we just couldn't take our chances and get the. And we cre- could create. We created a load of them. We just couldn't finish them. And I expect yeah. Chelsea will be able to create even more and finish most of them. I imagine. So um, yeah, it could be quite an embarrassing one for Newcastle, who have yet to sniff a win under this new regime. I'm um, yet to sniff a win this season. Yeah. Um, yeah, under this new, obviously, new Saudi regime. Um, yeah, I, I, I've said in the notes, I expect a four or five nil, to be honest. If I'm, if I, like, yeah. I, yeah. If they don't win, I mean, if they don't, it would be quite embarrassing. Newcastle got Dummett and Dubravka out, while Chelsea only have, uh, um, well, they have Azpilicueta, Christensen, Kante and Loftus-Cheek doubtful, while Lukaku, Werner and Pulisic are definitely out. But even yeah. so, they you have a far what, superior team. Yeah, you see what they did without Werner um, and Lukaku last week. Yeah, they absolutely destroyed Norwich. Obviously, I know Norwich are probably 
well, Newcastle are probably a little bit better than Norwich, but not much. None of those, <laughs> not much better. None of those players I said in that potential like questionable played last week, and they uh, well, I think Loftus Cheek came on actually. Yeah, yeah, Loftus Cheek came on, but yeah, aside from that, no one else played, so they're just chill. They, yeah, they dominated seven nil. So uh, and you'd probably say at least three or four of them are in the starting team. Yeah. If, Hundred percent. Kante, Aspilicueta, Christensen. I'd say. Yeah, obviously Lukaku as well. Lukaku as well, and yeah. Werner at the moment. Yeah, he seems to be favoured. They seem to be enjoying the, the two up top. But... Which, uh, yeah, which I, I actually quite like as well. I think yeah. that's a cool dynamic. If you can have Werner and Lukaku firing, that will be such a dangerous front two we've seen with how Werner can create he can't score but can can create that's the thing if, if if they've now got someone in that can score the goals and he can create opportunities then fantastic but obviously I think last year that's sort of what they were missing he was scoring goals and they were getting disallowed and creating a lot of chances for everyone else but he was meant to be the one on the end of them um, but yeah they've got Lukaku in now so they're in a better place but yeah I mean Newcastle if if t- like they're three points off of like safety already, and I can't imagine they'll get a result. And Leeds have quite a favourable matchup this week if they can if they can actually do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, which will put them a further away. So you know Newcastle, man. I I I mean I don't care. I'd love it if Newcastle went down, but like if they don't, like if they don't, if they get relegated, they get relegated. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it will be funny as hell though will be funny not that you probably need this to to make your decision Ollie, but a little fun fact for this one is newcastle have lost their f- last five uh, five of their last six against chelsea as you would probably imagine yeah um but i'm i'm picking chelsea to win by a lot yeah same just don't yeah. really i don't see yeah i think they have to do it if they don't then it's going to be quite simply it'd be embarrassing if they don't win it's embarrassing as not yeah very for them. for them and they've only conceded three goals this season and put 23 in that's nuts. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that's crazy. That is actually makes me feel quite sick. They're, they're such a good team. And so Liverpool and so Man City. This this season is going to be so much fun to watch Like from someone that's not in the title race. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. I think for, it's one of the, well, probably the second or third now season that Arsenal haven't been in the top four. We're not really challenging for the top four either. So it's kind of nice to watch it from the outside. Yeah, kind of get I'm sure a... it's nice to be involved, but yeah, it's definitely nice to watch. I, w- I wouldn't know. Yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. But there's always like I, c- I can't, in- I couldn't enjoy watching teams like Chelsea, City, United, Liverpool pl- play. Yeah, because obviously, if we're always challenging for top four, and it's a bit like, well, if they win, then obviously it hurts our chances or whatever. So I could never really enjoy watching the, the sort of the players that they had and the, the teams that sort of that they had. I couldn't really properly enjoy it. But now sitting on the outside, where we're not really battling with these but these teams at the moment I can enjoy it I can actually see and go right well these are incredible teams and like the the, the t- like the players that play for them are, are amazing where also, as I say previously had bias towards Arsenal and thought oh no fuck these teams doesn't matter if they're good or not like doesn't matter if they're one of the best teams in the world and they're still shit but no still shit yeah. but yeah no I uh, yeah I expect them to get the job done they have to get the job done man they can't they can't they can't lose. I need I need every team below us to just keep fucking losing. Um, as long as that happens, we'll be okay. But the next game, which I actually think this game might be one of the more fun ones for this weekend, is uh, Villa versus West Ham. Villa at home. 
Um, yeah, like I said, Villa had a bit of a, I was saying earlier, turbulent start. They've been, you know, they've had games where they beat Man United, but they've also had some disappointing games, especially the Arsenal game. I thought they'd be way more up for that than they actually evidently were. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think, obviously, I've got in the notes here that they're a new-ish team. A lot of the players are sort of new to this year. Um, I think they're playing a different formation to what they played last season to accompany those new signings um and i think they're just little exactly no more jack Grealish to sort of carry the load other players have had to take that on and i don't think they're quite there yet with it but i think they'll get there and i think they'll definitely be pushing for top 10 this year um west ham on the other end on the other hand jesus christ they are pushing for europe again like champion europe not europa league europe but europa league europe they're looking like a good potential winner in that as well Definitely. So, you know, and the Carabao Cup as well. They're, they're, it's a great time to be a West Ham fan. Um, they've been with, they won me, won it some money last week. I, I've, got, I've got to say, I'm very happy about that. Um, but yeah, and get me some good fantasy points in my win against Oli. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I This is going to be a hard one in terms of. Injury news, it's just Traore out for Villa and uh, Kral and Kufau out for West Ham. Yeah. Um, in terms of the fun fact, Villa are winless in their last six against West Ham. They've drawn three and then West Ham have won three. And their last win against West Ham in the Premier League came in 2015. Oh, so man. quite some time away. They're due one if, uh, if you think it. But I... The reverse fixtures for this, I think will be a lot more harder to tell because I think, I think by that point... Villa would have set Villa's team would have settled in properly, and West Ham might be feeling the amount of games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, feeling that wear on stuff now. But for me, right now, there's no way I can not take West Ham. I don't think, even though Villa um, have, I really like Villa this season. Both teams I, I like this season. Um, so yeah, I, this is a hard one to pick, but I think I'm going to back uh, the Claret and Blue. Should I say? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah, uh, West Ham. West Ham. We'll go West Ham. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on this? Are yeah, you? no, I've, I've got to agree. To be honest, West Ham have just basically picked up where they left off from last year. Really, they had a really good season last year, having a really good season again this year. Um, they seem to be going strength to strength. Um, whatever David Moyes has done to that team, fair play. Keep doing it because <laughs> uh, it's working. Whatever it is, this is his perfect level. I think, isn't it? It really and is. It, yeah, it, it, very evident. Like. Yeah, definitely. I think this is where he does like Moyes does shine, and this is where why he was picked picked up from Everton and taken to to United when uh, Fergie left, because yeah. he was doing this the sort of job that he's doing now. And I'm sure there's probably a load of teams in the Prem that would go, you know what? I'll take David Moyes at the moment. To be fair, like he's he's doing doing a great job of them. So um, yeah, I don't see West Ham slowing down slowing down anytime soon. Um, not well, not this weekend anyway, <laughs> for sure. But uh, I do think West Ham will have the edge. But I think they'll win two, <laughs> two one, two one, two yeah, one. No. Two yeah, one. I think, I think, I think you could be right there. I think they are very, they are susceptible to goals for sure. West Ham, they've struggled to keep clean sheets, but they can bag them, man. And Mikhail Antonio, Jarrod Bowen, these guys are just being great. Have been great for them so far. So. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see uh, Thor Nails, Ben Rama, like all these guys have been great. There's so many, um, so many players for them that are doing the business. But I was just looking at the table here, actually. West Ham, if they get a win, they beat Villa. They're very much fourth. Not like by a couple, they will, unless Brighton win or Spurs beat United, 
Yeah, say United win. Yeah, they'll be they'll be third by like a game week. Blimey. Which is big for them. Yeah, and yeah. If, if somehow City lose them to us, they'll be tied on points with City. So yeah, they're doing great. They're doing yeah, bits, they're man. Doing well. Well, Villa, on the other hand, will be up to eleventh unless Wolves win. Yeah, well, it's, it's still early, early enough in the season that it's not cemented in or anything like that. There's still time for a lot of moving around in the table to to go, but they're certainly not doing doing bad at the moment. Um, they're doing yeah, really well. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, I think I'm looking forward to watching Villa more. I think I'm looking forward to watching both these teams more as the season progresses. Mm. I think I think they're two great teams to watch. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just happy that there are teams breaking into this top six that shouldn't be there. Or no, yeah, it's, it's refreshing, isn't yeah, it? You know what see. I mean, though. Yeah, it's refreshing um, to see newer teams yeah. do unexpectedly well um, yeah. compared to the normal stereotypes of these teams. Exactly, man. Exactly. Uh, it's, it gets boring after a while um, seeing these top teams. But I hope West Ham can keep going because it'll be funny to disrupt the uh, the Apple, the Apple, whatever it's called, wherever. I couldn't think of the rest of that. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of the rest of that saying. Oh, it's been a stressful day. Um, yeah. Wolves Everton is the next one. Uh, this could be an interesting one. Um, I don't know how to call this one as well. See, like this is a very, it's very fifty-fifty game, like games this game week. I think. Yeah. Uh, um, aside from the obvious, like the top three are playing like or almost like the bottom three. Um, aside from that, it's very much fifty-fifty games. Wolves Everton. Um, I've said a tale of two teams in different directions. This one, Wolves, very seems very much seems to be on the up uh, under new manager Bruno Lago, the new attacking style of football. While Everton, albeit plagued by injuries to some key players. Um, are so, sort of starting to fall down after their great start. And, you know, as well as Damari Gray and Andros Townsend started, realistically, they ain't, they're they never going to keep that up for a full season. No, not Those at all. Players. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Are the only real sort of change to or injury that they've had since they've started to go sort of downhill with really Dekure, because they've had Calvert-Lewin out for a number of weeks, obviously, uh, Richardson's now back, but he was out for a, a number of weeks. So the only one that's really sort of checked, well, apart from bringing Richardson back, is Takure coming out. Um, so clearly, it's he's having a, an effect on the team. Not all him not being there is having an effect on the team. Yeah. But who knows if Richardson can? It might be a different story when Richardson actually starts. Um, obviously, he didn't start the other day. He came on for yeah. Gibson or whatever his name was. Can't no, it wasn't. Oh. It was a young Evertonian kid. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. sure then. Because I think a lot of the uh, Everton um, fans got pissed off because they were taking this young Evertonian off the uh, off the yeah, pitch. Yeah, the on Richarlison, yeah. And you'd be like, you can't yeah. be too pissed off, really. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think this would be a tough one to think because I, I play because I think I like the way Wolves are playing, but I really do think Everton are going to be wanting to bounce back from that horrific, horrific loss to Watford. Yeah. Um, it's tough. I mean, in terms of team news, Wolves have got Marshall Doubtful, where he's been a big part of their team, whereas Semedo, Bolly and Nato were all out. Everton have got Mina, Takure, Calvert-Lewin and Gomez and Delph all out. They, they, they've got some big injuries, you know, still. Mm. Um, yeah, history tells us, though, that this won't be a draw. Because see, the last time that these two met in the Prem and drew was back in 2018. Okay. Which is actually quite mad, isn't it? Yeah. 
It's a few years ago. So I'm back. I am going to back a winner for this. Um, it's difficult, isn't it? This one because they've got a solid back. I, I'll back Everton. I think I'll back Everton to bounce back. I think yeah. they've got the better manager. I think they have the better team still with the injuries, yeah. especially with Allison starting. That like Dakure injury is so important. It really is. Yeah, I was. I am half tempted. Well, I was tempted to back Everton, but I think I might actually back a draw. Um, even, you know, even, even though history tells us history is against us with, with this, but I think I'm, I'm going to go with a draw. I think, yeah, like you say, they're both on two different sort of trajectories at the moment, and I think Everton will be up for it because they want to come back from that, that horrible loss against Watford. But Wolves just seem to be in, in a better way at the moment. Um, not huge amounts better but they're actually scoring some of these chances that they're making now instead of just creating all these chances and not doing anything with it so um i think if wolves can get someone getting the old jimenez back basically um then they'll be they'll be laughing they're not doing awfully i think they're ele- they're 11th yeah not doing bad at all, the, uh, but... are up in eighth but mm. only a point separates them so it is big obviously wolves have you know they've not their, their last four games was win, 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 draw, whereas Everton's have been win, draw, loss, loss. So, like like I was saying in the build-up, yeah, they're very much a team like uh, Wolves on the up, Everton on the down. So, um, oh, I'm going to change. Oh, no, no, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to back Wolves as well. I'm going to back Wolves. I'm going to back Wolves. Um, There's recent form, attacking style. Adorama Troy is going to be an absolute monster. Huang yeah, as well. Huang Chan. Yeah, Huang Hee Chan, exactly. I'm, I'm switching up, Ollie. Oh, nice. no, I'm back. I'm back in Wolves. Right there. Last minute. Um, they're seeing just seeing those last those last four results. Just in my head, I was like, yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah, nah. But um, but yeah, should be interesting. Burnley Brentford probably won't be interesting. Or should I say, Corne versus Brentford? <laughs> um, basically, yeah, Corne is literally their danger man. If Brentford can keep him quiet. I don't think they should have any problem in winning. Um, they've been playing well, like we were talking about this on Tuesday. Playing well, but not necessarily getting the results to reflect it, um, which is a tell for a few teams this season, unfortunately. Um, but I think this is a game where they will go out and make a statement, get the win, say, look, like I know, you know, we've lost a couple of games on the bounce now, but I think uh, Brent, we're very much a Premier League team. In terms of team news, Bet Burnley, Ben Mee's doubtful, which is huge for them who's their captain and one of their starting uh, defenders and then Dale Stevens is out who I mean he's been out all season so whatever yeah. um, Waymo and Pinnock are doubtful which is big for Brent- Brentford Waymo and but well both of them have been huge um, yeah. to them so far and Waymo does love hitting the post but he does also he does, he he does. does also convert um, he'll hit yeah, the post three times but he'll also score time. once so, yeah. um... I'm convinced even that goal with his shot slightly off hmm. um do you know what I mean? But uh, Wissa, Janel, uh, Baptiste, Sorensen and De Silva are all out as well. So they've got a bit of a list uh, of injuries. Yeah. Uh, and I just, this was an easy fun fact. I'm going to be doing it a lot with Brentford this year. It's the first time these teams have met in the top flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is an easy one. But it can't be get much more fun for Cornet versus Brentford. No, exactly. It's really not. <laughs> uh, in a result of I don't, I couldn't care less. Uh, I'm just going to back Brentford because I just believe in them more than I believe in Burnley. I think that Burnley still has a better manager. I'm still more of a Sean Dice to Thomas Frank man. 
but I think Thomas Frank's a very good manager. I, I really like yeah. him. I've I said he's it. a very good manager, but you know, I've said it once or twice I on the podcast at this, uh, at this level. Yeah, no, I said it once or twice on this podcast. I do like Thomas Frank. He's a, a bit of a character, um, which is it's good to see. Um, he's Sean nice Dyche, yeah, he does. He definitely does. Um, Sean Dyche is also very much a character and uh, yeah. loves to have a bit of a laugh in the uh, press conferences. Both high up there in managers you'd want to go for a pint with in the Premier League. Oh yeah, both sure. very high up there. Uh, that might be have to list uh, list we have to do soon. Yeah, I have to discuss that soon because I think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, both of those will be will be very high up the list. Yeah, but uh, both backing Brentford, yeah. Yeah, for what sure. Win do for them. Brentford win will put them up to fifteen points, which you know, if, which which Tottenham are on now. So you know, Brentford, you know, they're that team. They're the Leeds. They're the Villa. They're the Wolves. They're that team that just the Sheffield United that just proved too much. Uh, oh, not the Villa actually. I guess probably the Sheffield United is the best one because the Villa was the season after they survived that they yeah. kicked off on it. They survived by the skin of their teeth, I think, didn't they, with Grealish the first season they came up while yeah. while Sheffield United did a madness. Yeah, but, madness uh, in the f- first season and yeah, second. Uh, and and madness in the second season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> first, two who knows? madnesses. But, uh, well, I'm sorry, Ollie, we are getting into the bad games now, my boy. Um, still very 50-50, though. They're still very 50-50. It's a yeah. theme run through this. Watford, Southampton. Um, yeah, Saying Ranieri's tenure has been a roller coaster at the moment. Losing 5 0 in the first game, winning 5 2 in the second. Um, I don't understand how this has happened. It's pretty mad. Um, I, don't, I think there'll be people studying how Watford managed to get a win against Everton in that game, but basically Alex Awobi. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they'll, people, children will be studying that in the future of how that just impossible feats. But uh, speaking of uh, yeah. that, just a slight little. Uh, cutaway. We heard uh, children in Egypt are now learning about Mo Salah as part of the uh, school curriculum. That I love that. Brilliant. That's wicked. I mean, he's a uh, he's best player in the world. Mm-hmm. So certainly the best player from Egypt. Best player ever from Egypt. We I don't probably. know enough Egyptian players. Yeah, I probably have to throw in my hat and say yeah, probably. Yeah. They're probably the best. But uh, yeah, Southampton, they've not been as good as... Uh, they've sort of been down there with, with Watford as well. Um, yeah, they they haven't been impressive at all. Two-all draw with Burnley. Not great. No. Um, the only team that's not managed... I think... I want to say the only team that's not managed to... Oh, no. There's been, Burnley got four draws. I can't be taking the piss out of teams with draws. But um, Burnley have got... Yeah, they've only got a few draws... In terms of team news, Watford, they got Dennis out of suspension, which is huge for yeah, them. Yeah, it's big for He's them. Danny Rose is doubtful, which probably helps them. Um, Cabaselli and Atebo are also out. Whereas Southampton have got, I'm going to butch this, Elianusi? Yeah. Elianusi, I think it is. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take it. And Broja, and Broja are doubtful. Broja. Broja is a huge one for them. Broja, yeah. Broja. And Jack Stevens has been out, as he has been the entire season. Um as in for your fun fact, Southampton have not lost an away game to Watford since September 2007. Nice. Big, big ones. This is hard, this one. I don't know how I want to go about it. Yeah, I'd probably say, well, Watford going to be on the, coming off that high from uh, the Everton win. Um, Southampton, I think they've been playing slightly better. 
but not by huge amounts. Um, obviously, Broge has been quite good over the last couple of games, got two and two. Um, yeah. But if he's doubtful, then that might sort of tip the scales towards Waterford a bit. But then again, if Watford haven't got Dennis, then it could tip the scales straight back to um, Southampton. Uh, it will be a mess. Uh, yeah, I think it will be a bit of a shit show. And it will be just a boring nil-nil or something. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think you're right. I uh, I, I was going to back a draw. I think I'm going to go over 1-1. I don't think either team can keep a clean sheet. I think they will score, but I think no one... I, I couldn't pick a team to win that game. No. Um, I'd fall asleep before I uh, managed to pick a winner. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, on to one of, the, one of the boring games, but probably one of the more exciting boring games to finish this off. Because if Norwich beat Leeds, it will be set. incredible. <laughs> And Norwich, if they're going to have anything about them, could could that 7-0 thrashing by Chelsea have done something for them? Yeah, that's what a clip around the year. Exactly. A bit of a wake-up call. Now, they are awful, so I'm probably leaning towards more that no, and Leeds will probably win this game. But we've seen what Leeds have been. They've been very disappointing. Bielsa can't seem to adjust his tactics in order to you know match up with what is going on with his opponents he keeps playing the same way and it's not working at the moment obviously they've got a few injuries but is this a blip for Leeds or is this Leeds do people now have to to figure it out I don't know I think it's hard to tell with with sort of the amount of injuries that they've got I think if they were to if you were to be able to actually properly compare them full strength to full strength like this year to last year, then it might you might actually have a, a better idea. But where Bamford's been out for most of the season so far, Luke Ayling's obviously out. There's a number of them, and I think for them it's it, it's hard for them to try and get back to that same mentality as they were last year. I think they were definitely on a bit of a because um, it was their first season back in the Prem in ages, and obviously there was so many people that were quite happy to see Leeds in the Premier League after so long being out with the sort of the history that they've had as a club. Um, so I think they were probably running off some of that sort of that high from uh, from last year. But now it is you know, like we've seen it with Sheffield, like second season syndrome hits, and and they're bloody awful. Um, but I don't think Leeds are the. I don't think they're the worst team this year or definitely not Norwich are the worst team this year but uh, so far but I think Leeds definitely still have an opportunity to, to obviously not be relegated there are definitely three worse teams than them but if they don't crack on and if they don't sort of convert these wins if Rafinha is going to be out for any great uh, length of time then they're pretty much yeah, screwed he, because he's the one doing yeah. stuff for them at the moment in, in Bamford's ab- absence yeah. Talk about Rafinha, he is doubtful for this game, along with Junior Furpo and Jack Sha- Jake Shackleton. Obviously, we know Bamford, Ailey and Koch are out. They've been out for some time. Mm. Uh, Norwich, we've got Ben Gibson, obviously out to suspension for that silly red card he got against Chelsea. Billy Gilmore out for personal reasons. Not 100% sure what those personal reasons are. I don't know if it has anything to do with celebrating the Chelsea fans at, uh, <laughs> after the game. Probably. Oh, sorry. And then Zimmerman and Byron. I don't know who the hell those guys are, but who cares? Um, yeah. So the, uh, interesting. This is an interesting one, and I actually did. This is one of my most favourite facts that I found was that this will be the first time Leeds and Norwich meet in the Prem since 1995. Bit of uh, a bit of an old school Prem throwback. Nice. Yeah. But, I, um, I, I didn't. I missed out the meet in the Prem 
bits. <laughs> Just at the Prem, I was a bit like, have they not come across each other in the Championship recently? But no. no uh, well, yeah. Like but um, but yeah, I I gotta back Leeds. I don't know how anyone. I don't even know how Norwich fans back Norwich, but I'm backing Leeds for the win. Sure. You've got to be. It's got to be. If anything less, and it's awful. Norwich should be six points. I say that touch would we manage to fucking beat them twice. Uh, um, saying that now, I've said that we'll lose. But um, you'd imagine that it should be like a six-point game, really, in it. Yeah, you'd think so. Um, I don't Norwich. think Norwich have got anything about them. Yeah, so. I'm just trying to. See. Oh god, we played Tottenham on a uh, Boxing Day. Oh really? Yeah. You guys play Norwich? Oh, yes. Love a little we Christmas play. treat. Yeah, we, play, we play Norwich on the 28th. Oof. Not Ooh, Ollie, you're not going to be bringing... I don't know how well you're going to be bringing in the new year. No, though, so. no, not very well. Neither <laughs> <laughs> am I, actually. Wait, we always play... Mate, the last two years we played West Ham on Boxing Day and this year we're playing them on New Year's Day. We always play them on like that. I don't know if it's just something to have like London to, to keep people in Prob uh, well, London, maybe. Maybe, but then obviously we've got Arsenal playing City, so it's not really that close. Yeah, Chelsea, Liverpool, so... Although... Oh, no, I, I can make that joke. Liverpool, a lot of Liverpool fans live in London. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's normally for United, that one, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Uh, that's it, Ollie. That is. That's Short it. One today. That's the, that is the podcast done. Fifty-seven minutes. We'll uh, we'll eke out these last you know two and a bit minutes just so we hit that hour mark and it's nice and uh, <laughs> nice yeah. round number yeah, for nice everyone. round number for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, but... I do have a little bit of news. Oh, Congratulations, Cristiano Ronaldo. Him and his missus are having another oh, baby. Yeah. Congratulations! Congratulations! Yeah, yeah and congratulations. Who was the Australian Don. Oh yeah, him. Fair play uh, to him. Big up him. What's his name? Oh, <laughs> let me get it. Let me get it. Josh Cavallo. That's it. Cavallo. C A V A L L O. So Cavallo. Cavallo. Yeah. Uh, yes, has come out uh, gay. Yeah, he's Australian he's... league men's player for uh, was it Adelaide United? Yes. Yeah. He's the first up. openly gay footballer in the world, apparently. Um, that. Yeah, I, I, hopefully that can start a bit of a sort of a chain reaction to yeah, other hopefully. players because, well, obviously I know there's going to be it being him being sort of a an Australian league player. It's not exactly like he's sort of Premier League and it's getting loads of sort of attention. But you'd hope that a, a player like that sort of come out would, would sort of spur other people to do it as well. But it's just if these players are in, say, the Premier League, they're they're probably under a lot more scrutiny and a lot more eyes watching them, and so it might be a lot harder for them uh, to, to to come out or whatever. Obviously, I can't say that there's probably many people outside of Australia that watch uh, the, the Australian league football. So um, compared um, to the Prem, anyway. So um, yeah, no, big up him though. It's uh, good to see. Happy for yeah. him. One hundred percent. No, he smashed it. But uh, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, like you said, we see more players doing this kind of thing. You never know, though. Uh, it's still quite a stigma in football, I think, which obviously it shouldn't be. Oh, yeah, but... 100%. And that's it. There's always going to be people that won't be happy with it. Like, obviously, saw with the, the Euros aftermath that happened, everything like yeah. that. There's going to be uh, always going to be people that are going to say something, or say the wrong thing, and say speak their mind, but uh, in the wrong place and where it doesn't belong. 
Yeah, oh my God, I just said, sorry, you'll think I'm distracted because I've just seen a Joey Barton's had to apologise for no, comparing Bristol, Bristol Rover displays to the Holocaust. Jesus Christ. He said, Barton's told reporters that after the 3-1 loss, someone gets in and does well, but then gets suspended or injured. Someone gets in for a game, does well, but then has a Holocaust nightmare, an absolute disaster. Oh what a twat. He's, I, I don't know he, how many times like, he can get in trouble for shit before he realises. Why he probably stop being a wanker? Chance, People just need to stop giving him a chance. He's an awful human being. He's been a wanker for so long as well. Yeah, man. It, what, what an idiot. What a disgusting person. I mean, that's not a way you want to leave the podcast. So, yeah, But we will end it on a slightly better note. With Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney at the uh, Wrexham game the other day. Wrexham game, yep. Big up. Uh, and Xavi has accepted an offer to become Barcelona yes. manager. He has indeed. Um, I don't know why they just don't go get a manager that's proven, considering the horrific state that they're in. Have you not seen but... he's proven himself in the Qatar League? The oh, yes. Very well known Qatar League, you know? Yeah, I forgot. Um, that, yeah, that counts for something, apparently. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to leave it there. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for watching. You know what the drill is like, subscribe, follow. Hit notification bell, whatever the stuff is, just do it. We're if on you Facebook, point Instagram. Up there, people can see our little socials. Yeah. Right there. Our little socials. You see? Right going all across the top. Exactly. All across the top. Just give them a follow. Exactly. Because why not? Yeah. It only takes two seconds and it means a lot to us. It helps us out massively. And we'd really appreciate it. And yeah, we'll see you soon. You know where we are Facebook, Instagram social well i was about to say social media of course we're at social media Spotify, <laughs> uh, apple music youtube twitch that's where we're at hit us up and we're here every tuesdays and thursdays on twitch and every wednesdays and saturdays on youtube spotify and apple music so exactly. give us a listen give us a comment give us a dm give us a follow that's how we like it and mo farris signs for everyone thank you Bye. Bye.